just don't worry, stay sweet. That is the title of this take. That is what we're going to get into. For take 203, we're going to be discussing Don't Worry Darling. Keeks and I finally saw it. Maybe the most controversial movie so far this year. A lot of press. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into our thoughts, of course. Uh, but first, we'll get into our Disneyland review. Uh, you guys had some fun input. Keeks, I missed Keeks and Becky by like, gosh, three days. Um, so that was uncanny that that was just, you know, there at the same time, basically. Uh, favorite trailer slash movie news and um, favorite thing we watched. We might get into that, but definitely into our Don't Worry, Worry Darling review. Uh, without further ado, you know who it is. It's me, TC. And of course, it is. The GOAT, the one and only, the Sweet Keeks, the greatest Warriors fan there is, and just the biggest movie simp as well. <laughs> I'm still waiting to make a shirt that just says movie simp on it. That, should be, that should be our new merch drop. It's just sweet movie simps. It, it should. It it really should be. Um, James Wiseman looking nice. Just as a side note, I know it's a preseason game. I know she shouldn't take anything from it. But as I'm giving you a side eye, it's a preseason game and the Suns lost to the 36ers. (laughs) The first time a team has lost to like a sub NBA team since OKC lost to Real Madrid in 2016. Oh, yeah. You know, what's funny. It's like, I don't care. It's preseason. Like, don't care that they lost. I really don't care. No, as you shouldn't. Yeah. You know what Uh, I mean? How was Disneyland? How was your trip? Oh, Disney, dude, we we were very efficient with our Disney trip because <laughs> honestly, we weren't even going to go originally, but we adjusted our flights. We could fly in. Here's what happened. Parent teacher conferences. I had Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday in person, Thursday on Zoom, Zoom. I had one person show up. So uh, whatever. Incredible. But initially, we were going to fly in on Friday and be there kind of like Friday night and then hang out with our friends on Saturday. But I told Becky a few days before I was like. Friday, we're just going to be waiting to go in to Cal- to California, and we're just going to hang around all day. We might as well see if we can make a flight Thursday, Thursday night. I'll come over from parent-teacher conferences. We'll fly out, get in there later Thursday, and then sleep, and then go to Disney Friday and enjoy the beach and everything else with our friends Saturday and their family. So that's what we did. Amazing. It was perfect. We, the, the, both the parks were full on Friday. Literally, oh, we were going to buy tickets for Disney and then park hop over to California. And right when we were going to do it, we refreshed the page and all of the Disneyland tickets were gone. There was only time to start at California Adventure and then park hop over to Disneyland. Yeah, so we me and Becky were very efficient. We got all of the good rides done by the like morning by like noon. We had done all of the good rides we wanted to do at California Adventure. So oh, amazing. We just, Got snacks, went over to Disneyland, met up with friends, uh, went to Rise of the Resistance, went back over to California to basically do all the rides again because our friends wanted to do them. And then finished it off with Space Mountain. And what is what is your ideal ride to end your Disney trip on? That's a fantastic question. Mm-hmm. We ended our Disney trip with Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. That was a good one to end it on. I was not mad about that at all. For me, down I was abs- all in on Pirates of the Caribbean. That's one of my favorite rides. But I would be down to do it uh, to do Incredicoaster. That might be my favorite ride. 
I yeah. love I love Space Bound as well. That's a good one. Is that what you ended on? No, so we ended on Haunted Mansion. That's a good one. What's your ideal? So ideally for me, it's Space Mountain. Okay. But here's like what that. you do is you do all of the other. So it's like Star Tours and Buzz Lightyear are generally like 10 to 15 minute waits. Yeah. So you just ride those as often as you can and you get your last lightning lane for Space Mountain and then you finish it off with Space Mountain. We were there with a friend who had never been to Disneyland or California Adventure. So we did was Space that- Mountain. and I was like, we should do Haunted Mansion. Like Haunted Mansion's a cute, like fun little ride to end on as well. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Connor? Yes, it was. Did he like it? Did he have a fun time? He did. He had a good time. He honestly said like a lot of the pageantry and like the, the special effects for everything were very impressive. He was very impressed by that. And Incredicoaster was also his favorite ride. So shouts out Connor for being there with us. Yeah, no, I, th- I think Incredicoaster visiting Disney. So we did three days. Yeah, <laughs> we were in the park three days. And like you just said, packed. We so we were in the park Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we thought for sure the park on Sunday was going to be the busiest day. Least busy, surprisingly. Really? Least busy. Like we thought Monday and Tuesday start of the week. It wasn't going to be that busy. No. We walked in on Sunday at like 10 in the morning, slept in a little bit, walked through the security, check our bags, and walked into Disneyland. That was our first day. We spent all day in Disneyland. And then the next day was Monday, went to California Adventures. Security backed up. We walked in at the same exact time, basically. And then same thing. The lines to Disneyland was packed. California Adventure had a little bit of a line too. So interesting. I don't think there's a down season. Someone was telling me that there is a down season. It's the last week in August. Don't know how true that is. I just, I've also I, heard February. Like whenever my family would go, we tried to go in February. February. That's a good time. I just don't think that there is a downtime. Like I, here's the best way to describe it. If you have you ever parked in the economy lot at the airport? Yes. It's always full. Yep. Always. And for me, I'm like, how are there so many people traveling in the state of Utah? And I think it's kind of the same principle. It's just like everyone is always trying to go to Disneyland. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So my I'm going to give you my top five rides real quick. I wrote okay. I wrote this down somewhere. OK, let me let me give it let me give it out. Okay. Uh, here's my best rides at Disney in California Adventures. Best ride starting at number five. Wait, wait, wait. Are you combining both parks? I'm combining both parts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm cheating. My number five is Splash Mountain. I still think Splash Mountain is so fun. Oh, Splash Mountain's great. Yeah, Splash we went, Mountain's great. Dude, we we rode Splash Mountain when they were doing the Fantasmic and the fireworks show. And right when we went down, fireworks were going off. It was kind of like the perfect scenario. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Number that's four awesome. is Space Mountain. Number okay. three is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Tower of Terror. Two rise of resistance, one credit in credit coaster. Okay. I'm gonna try and just spit it off the dome right here. Get it. If I'm thinking five, I think I want this is all kind of changed a little bit, but I just love I think I'm going the Buzz Light you ride at number five. Really? That is... I love that ride. That was my favorite ride as a kid growing up. It's amazing. Number four is Guardians. No, no, no. Number four is uh, Incredicoaster. Number three is Midway Mania. Oh, fantastic. Honorable mention for me. Number two, Guardians. Number one, Space Mountain. Wow. I'm 
I'm a, I'm glad you're a Space Mountain guy. I didn't know that. I'm a, I'm a huge Space Mountain guy. Do you remember? Did you ever go on it when it was hyperspace mountain and it was Star Wars themed? No. It played the entire main intro as you rode that ride with like like and and the ride is just you're destroying the Death Star. Why did they get rid of that? I don't remember. I think it was just like a special thing. And then they also had it was like a villains themed one. And Dang. I don't remember what it was called. Villains themed space mountain. Yeah, because it was like a villain overlay. It was like villains after hours. Okay. So uh, you yeah, yeah, you've wrote you've written uh Disney World uh Space Mountain. I didn't know yeah. that Disneyland was two seater because Disney World is one seater. Yeah, uh huh. I kind of like the one seat. See, I like the two. I I just feel a little bit more secure in the two. Yeah, that true. one the- seat Matterhorn style where you're going through and it just feels like the wild wild west and you might Bob. fly off at any moment. Bobsled. Yeah, I That's- do like the bobsled though. It's cool, but I do I like I do like a good two seater. I think every time I've been to Disneyland, uh, because I went in 2018, I think the Matterhorn was down. Try to remember. Oh, it's like if you can catch the Matterhorn, you've had a good Disney trip. Maybe an optimal Disney trip because it's it's never open, but it's okay. an awesome ride. It's a really good ride. While we're on that point, Geeks and I were texting and Autotopia, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Burn worst, it. Worst ride in Disneyland. One of the worst rides I've ever been on. I can't believe Kennedy and I did it, but we did it because we're like, this is like five minutes. Let's do it. We're here. And yeah, you got to scrap that. I'm surprised that's still in the park. Does it still have that terrible Chevron themed themed line where you walk through and you see like the the like claymation figures of the cars talking in each little room, like a little window? You probably didn't have to wait in line long enough to see it. No, no, it it, it was all it's all outdoors. I don't think there's any indoors for that. But the line can be if it's long enough. We waited one time when it was long enough when my parents, I was like nine Uh, go on it. And I was finally tall enough to like drive the car. Yeah. And my parents were probably just like this, this freaking kid. Why do we have to ride this horrible ride? Sucks. This terrible carbon fueled ride. Oh, and it smells like gas. This is just gasoline. They have to pull the tug cord to get it to work. Still. Get rid of it and let's uh, get, let's get Tron in there. Let's get Tron. Have you seen the Shanghai Tron? Oh, right, oh, they're building at Disney World. Yeah, let's it's get almost that done. In. Yep, let's get that where Autotopia is and it, it fits. It's Tomorrowland. We Perfect. need an SFT trip to Disneyland. Absolutely, I'm in. Because I love Disneyland. How did did you feel like three days was good for both of you? Or do you oh, think you can do it in two. I'm glad we did it three because we were just able to really kind of double it over. Yeah, I like which, that. Which was really fun. Like we did the animation studio there in California Adventure where you learn how to draw. Oh and yeah. You, did like you do the minutes. mirror? Did you do the mirror in the back where it tells you what character you are? No, I didn't do that. I didn't see that. See, uh, we've gone so many times that we love doing the little things. Oh. Uh right like I love doing all of the fantasy land rides. You remember do you know the plot of uh Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Yes. Where essentially you get hit by a train at one point and then you literally go to hell in the go ride. <laughs> we rode that ride. We had to. It's so it's it's wild, obviously, because of the title. Um, but can I tell you what I think That's the it. best ride is? It's not my favorite, but I think it's the overall best ride at both parks. Yes. Okay, it's the cars ride. Oh. Uh, that's hard that's hard for me to disagree with you on that like the radiator springs 
Yeah, the, the ride's really cute and it goes fast too. Like you kind of get a little bit of everything, little bit of everything, and that's why I think it's so good. And that's why the line is always the longest because it's so accessible. Yeah. Yep. For sure. That one. That as a side note, in my honorable pe- mention, people, single rider, do it. Do it. Who oh. cares? Do it. You're getting on the ride twenty times faster than if you were to wait in that normal line or even lightning lane. Yes. Did you guys do Genie Plus? We did Genie Plus. So yes, glad we, we did. did. Yep. You yep. have to. Here, here's the other thing. When you go to Disneyland, you don't budget while you're there. You budget to go. You just fire off. Have a good time. Here's another thing, too, with Lightning Lane. Honestly, honestly, we only used it like three times. So I think you could time it right and you could do just fine without needing Lightning Lane. You yeah. just got to make sure you hit all the rides in the morning when the lines are really low, especially in California Adventure. We only used it once the whole time in California Adventure. Oh, that's so sweet. Use the single riders. There's one at the Spider-Man ride, too. There's one at uh, Incredicoaster. There's one at um, the Cars ride. I don't think there's one at Midway Mania, but that one's always busy. So you kind of have to do it. How about that room? lightning lane there? How about that room in Midway Mania, that air conditioning? Whew. Bus. Okay. Quick story before we okay. before we move on. I love uh, when we I'll, talk theme parks. It's so fun. We yeah. should just start another podcast about that. <laughs> I, w- I need to go to Lagoon. I would love to do Frightmares. That would actually be pretty fun. Frightmares is fun. We did it last year. Two years ago? Last year. So I wore my orange pumpkin shorts. The Zenitsu shorts. Yes, that's. I thought they were Zenitsu. Yeah. And this little kid just comes running up behind me. And he's like, excuse me. He's like, I love your pants with his hands out. And Kennedy and I, our hearts just bursted. And I just turned around. I was like, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. And he just like ran off. So That's sweet. Very cute. Do you think uh, he thought they were Halloween or do you think he thought they were anime? I think they were. Anime. I think he thought that, that I think he knew Demon Slayer. I think he, this okay. kid was maybe about seven, eight years old. Who knows? OK, maybe. I think he had to think they resented Sue. If not, great taste. Another last story. We rode uh, Web Slingers. Uh, we did the, the first day we were there. We did Lightning Lane. We know we purchased it, which is kind of dumb, but we're like, we're here. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We purchased it. Anyways, it all worked out because the next day we we're like, let's do single rider. So we did single rider while we're waiting in line. Uh, we're just, I was chit chatting with one of the employees, really nice guy. His name's Dominic. So shout out Dominic. Mm. And uh, when I went on the ride, then Kennedy went on the ride and then we were walking out together because I waited for her. And as we we're walking out, he like changed his position and he was like waiting for us. He's like, hey, did you guys ride together? We're like, oh, no, we didn't. He's like, come with me. And he takes us through the lightning lane. And he's just like, go on me. I'm like, how nice is that? So we rode at Web Slingers back to back. It was really cool. Was that really nice. is a fun ride. It's fun. Yeah, I think I like Midway Mania more, though. It is. Yeah, I like Midway Mania much more. But I do like the fact that spider the web slingers is a team based point system yeah and i like that i like the story behind it too it's cute it is i agree we got did uh we got doctor strange portals to pop out and help destroy some spiders at one time no way there's like there's easter eggs just like there's easter eggs on midway mania you know the easter eggs right yeah okay where it's like the balloons you pop i think we talk about this every single pod we talk about midway mania or the rings one you have to fill up all the little aliens in the middle of the spaceship and like a big mouth pops open and you can throw rings into it oh my gosh i didn't know about that one yeah yeah space that's sweet um disneyland great time okay ben and navia our friends who got married and gave us an excuse to go on vacation go to disneyland it was a great great time favorite treat beignets there in the orleans with the mint julep 
It's the best treat there. Disneyland IMO. I'm a big beignet guy. Okay. I like the beignets. They're very, very good. Yeah. That's my favorite treat. There's, there's these quesadilla tacos in like the main food area of California adventure. Those are very good. It's more of a meal. That's what are they called again? I think they're called quesadilla tacos. They're like kind of like a fried taco shell with like a nice like shredded pork inside of them. Mm. Really, we good. liked we liked all the food. We did Pim's Kitchen, but we did do Cargo Bay Dock and and Galaxy's Edge. The mm. Yip Yap Chicken sucked. <laughs> it was not uh, good. Ronto Wrap. Ronto <laughs> Wrap is good. I did like the Ronto Wrap, but we went we went different. So the Yip oh. Yap Chicken. Oh, I've never even. I don't even. Oh, I've never even tried it. Yeah, stay away, all you sweets. Okay, well, let's yeah. get into some quick responses, and then we'll get on to love it movie news. Okay, while we were there, I posted about Star Wars in front of the Millennium Falcon, and I asked all you guys your favorite Star Wars. Um, so let's go through it because hey. you know it's kind of into that fall winter season where Star Wars I feel like is always relevant. Love it's it. Relevant right now, Andor's out, so there you go. That's true. Uh, Barbarica fifty three said Rogue One is her favorite. Charlie okay. Gal, Episode Four, Sprank Derv. Last Jedi and the OG are equal for me. It's a hot take, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck underscore EP said, as a kid, Return of the Jedi, now Rogue One. Jacob Bernard uh, said, Empire Strikes Back. I love the snowman uh, emojis for that. That's great. Nice. Al Bob Glock said, Revenge of the Sith is the only right answer. I do love me some Revenge of the Sith. How can you not? Lazy Cook, our favorite listener of all time. Just kidding. We love all our listeners, but Lazy Cook is is fantastic. Shout out, Dana. Thanks, Mom. Uh, New Hope, the OG. Great. Uh, Brooks uh, underscore RD said Phantom Menace. That is a very hot take. Um, My wife, Kennedy, said the one where TC almost pukes, but at the last minute is saved by a Coke. Yes, I hate the smuggler's run. That is one of my least favorite rides. I get so <laughs> sick. That's rough. It is a rough one. No one is good at that ride, especially oh. if you're with a pilot like me. That I it, I just can't fly it straight. You're toast. Uh, it's a fun concept. I just can't do well with those rides. Uh, Kyle fifty four said Rogue One. House of the Stag said Empire. Jason Jason is lame. Return of the Jedi. Hayden Ship said If it ain't Revenge of the Sith, then you're wrong. Bookworm Lauren said the first six. I love it. And then Clayton from Tarzan said Rogue One by far. That is a good, that's a good, uh, interesting. That's a good, uh, good amount of responses. Thank you, everybody. Which, yes. You know what's fun about that? Everyone had a different one, basically. It's no, that, that's kind of no. what I noticed was it was Mixed so, bag. there's a big variety. Okay. Fave Avengers, real quick. Yeah. I love, I want to write, I want to read, read these off. You got them. Kellyanne Farmer. Hulk, Kenna underscore Lee, Black Panther for short. I would probably have to say same. Uh, Jay Cam Laycock said Static Shock. That one made me, that <laughs> one made me laugh. That one. That's a great one. Alicia Wilden said Thor. Hayden Ship said Spider-Man. Emma Hall 16 said Hulk. Hands down is the best Avenger. Jacob Bernard 2007 said Spider-Man. Al Bob Glock says Marvel Comics Captain America over MCU cap. Okay. Happy Hippie said TC. <laughs> <laughs> And then at Thanks a the Dare Floor said Spider-Man. Connor Martin said John Steed. And I don't I I I I, I don't I don't know Beatle? who that is. 
No, is 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 a fictional character and central protagonist on the 1960s British spy series, The Avengers. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it counts. It counts. Why and not? then Nathan is a mistake. Says Cap or Thor. Who's your favorite, Keeks? I really like Iron Man, but I think Black Panther. Black Panther's so cool. The suit is so cool. It's so hey, sweet. Me. I'm so excited for Wakanda Forever. We'll we'll talk about that. Mine mine's got to be Iron Man. Like just watching the MCU, Robert RDJ, really really fun as Iron Man. Iron Thor, Man. Is Thor Thor is also has always been one of my favorites too. But um, do we do? Should we do uh rides that if you could close down a ride, do you want to alternate yes. these? If you could close down any ride in any Disney park and ride it, keep it all to yourself for the day. What ride is it? Happy Hippie says Expedition Everest. That's a really good one because I'm curious what yours would be. Yeah. You want to go back and forth? Yeah. Uh, Hayden Ship, I'm going with Guardians at um, Disney California Adventures. Okay. Kellyanne Farmer says Splash Mountain or Tower of Terror. Fantastic. Uh, I said Autotopia and then I said Goofy Flight School and then I said I misread it wrong <laughs> in Credit Coaster and Rise of Resistance. Then Splash Mountain. Okay. <laughs> uh jacob bernard says the millennium falcon ride uh, absolutely not absolutely yeah, not for me. yeah that's a that's a hard drama drama mean overload for me to ride that one i'll bob glock said thunder mountain sam cagle guardians great option a movie loving bird splash mountain chuck ep avatar flight of passage nice uh it'll one keenan and smart alice i don't even have to wonder about that Love That's it. a good show. Alice in Wonderland's a fun little ride there. Fun little ride. Isaac Litzer said, huh? I didn't get to that one. It's a cute one. Isaac Litzer said Rise of the Resistance. Easy. And then uh, Yoderly said Web, Sling Web Slingers. And then Charlie Gao says Tron and Disney Shanghai. Okay, I see you flexing on us. That a little is a bit saying you've been on the Tron ride. Honestly, if I have to pick, it's hard, but to ride it for an entire day, non like kind of nonstop, or you don't have a line for it. It's hard not to say Midway Mania. It's like a video game. You can get better every time. Yeah, you get better every single time. It's kind of a different game. You can figure out new Easter eggs, new ways to get more points. It, I'm hard pressed not to pick that one. Yeah, yeah. Because with with web slingers, is it? It's too much work. It's oh, my hands got a little tired of the first time. Yeah, they get a little tired. I would go with, I think I would go with Incredicoaster. Okay. That would, that would probably be mine at the end of the day. I've always we rode been a big, that. Fan of, big, big fan of roller coasters. But I will say this, Keeks, after going to Disneyland, I still prefer Disney World. I think Disney World has overall better rides than Disney. I misspoke also when I said Disneyland has more rides. It does not. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're talking out of your butt. I had heard it from someone or I heard it somewhere. And so I was like, oh, that's so cool. But uh, no, it does. It does not. It, Disney World has like 14 more rides and then like countless more attractions than Disneyland does. Yeah. Um, and nostalgia for me for Disneyland. That's the reason I take it. It's a, it's um, a powerful drug. It really is. Really is. Okay. Uh, favorite movie news. Are we just going to talk Deadpool 3? Yes. Deadpool 3. I am hyped. And I as... bet you are. I, I love Hugh Jackman. That is my guy. I love Wolverine. Logan was one of my favorites. I'm excited to rewatch that. Uh, but Deadpool, I feel like Ryan Reynolds has been just has been just homering for Hugh Jackman to come back for a long time and he gets his wish. So and I love I love yeah. just that that trailer. It's like, hey, Hugh, you in? Yeah, sure. 
Like it's just so nonchalant. It's great. It's my my biggest thing with it is you know it's gonna take place before Logan happens. So they're like Logan still exists, and I'm like, <clears throat> I mean the whole point of Logan was to be his last time playing Wolverine. Yeah. So for me, this just feels like okay, whatever. Like I, I would rather it's just see it be recast, see them do something totally different with Wolverine and not bring him into the MCU uh, with Deadpool, but. Whatever. I don't know. We'll we'll see how they do it. I'm sure it'll be great. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it'll be a really fun time, but yeah, I'm, you know what he, I mean? Ah, I don't know. I get what you're saying, but Hugh Jackman has been one of those people who have been casted so well. You know what I mean? He's just embraced the Wolverine life. Yeah. And 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 money talks and fans talk. And apparently he's like, I'm, I'm willing to come back and do it. So which looks like he is. So, okay, I'm ex- I, I'm I'm curious to see how it all works. I'm I, willing I to be wear- proven wrong. I hope he wears the yellow. Just give me the yellow. Give me give me just one time in it. That's a thousand percent why they're bringing him back. Yeah, because the gotta- whole end of the Wolverine is setting up the suit. He's definitely gonna wear the suit. Yeah, he's got to. Uh, and then Black Panther two dropped the new trailer. Uh, we talked about it. Not as good as the first one. First one's still great, but. This movie looks good, man. This is I'm I'm excited for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. I'm getting really excited. I get a taste that it's going to be very bloated. Like it's just from the trailers. I'm like, this feels like there's so much going on. I hope it's not bloated, but I think it's going to be a little bloated. And that's OK. Like, well, we'll see how it all works. I think they're going to do a lot of exposition with Namor. I think Namor is going to get a lot of screen time. Also, we're going to get like a two minute explanation of how T'Challa dies. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Unless we just start with his funeral and I could honestly, it gives me vibes that that's what we're going to start with. Oh yeah. With the, with the trailer starting with that. I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm ready to move on. Faith thing you watched. Do you have anything? Um, I, I, uh, I, have some... I oh, watched you... smile. I did not really like it. I thought there's a lot more movies that are better, but you know, it certainly was a film that I got to see and, I give it a C minus spoiled. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to also chime in on that. I saw something that I didn't like, and that was Hocus Pocus 2. You saw my letterbox review. That's how I felt about it. Nah, that ain't it. Didn't like it. D spoiled. Just not good. And I get it. The first one, the first one's not great either, but it's just nostalgic. It's just fun. This one, and I watched Hocus Pocus two years ago. So yeah. it's, it's still kind of, I, I remember it. But yeah, this one just not good. So uh, a lot of my students every Monday and Tuesday for my do different class periods, we talk about what they watched that week. And a lot of my students said uh, Hocus Pocus. And a lot of my students were like, it was terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad they recognize that. Yeah. And if you like it, that's great. Like what you like. That was cute. It's great. <laughs> I just yeah, it's why I, I felt I fell asleep for like 30 minutes of it. That's that's how boring and bad I thought it was. It just put me right to sleep. Oh, I... okay. Love it. Now this, I'm excited. We're here's the review. Here's our review of "Don't Worry, Darling." Written by. Okay, so this is the most interesting thing that I'm going to talk about. Um, where is it? Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Written by Katie Silverman and directed by Olivia Wilde, starring Florence Pugh. Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Olivia Wilde, and tells the story of a new of a 
of a couple that's just moved into this kind of utopian type society with a perfect seeming life where maybe on the surface or on the surface, everything seems perfect. But as you dive deeper, things are not as perfect or good as it seems. Uh, do you want to know what my very first impression was this after watching the movie? Hit me. I'm ready. Wrong genre. This was made in the entire wrong genre. This should not have been a psychological thriller. This should have been like a, like a near future drama about these two people that are trying to escape their lives, their workaholism, their, their like mundane lives to get to this idyllic world and how to struggle with reality and with fantasy in a sense. We've seen the movie before, movies like Her, movies like Ready Player One, but I think that they could do it a little bit more differently and add a certain twist or a higher element to it. That was my first thought, was this is just the entirely wrong genre. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Like, I, that, I could totally see another movie being made in that regard, and that, that taking that route. My first impression is I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was fine. I I went in with very low expectations. Okay. I I did not know what to expect. I thought it looked good. I really liked the acting from Florence Pugh and I liked Chris Pine in it too. I thought Chris Pine was kind of just slimy and I didn't know what to think of him. So, those were my first impressions. Was it a little bit slow in those first two acts? I feel like it was just uh, repetitive would be the word I would use. The the reveal needed to happen earlier. Yes, yes. I, yep. I agree 100% with that. But the third mm -hmm. act, I had a good time with the third act. I really did. And I thought Don't Worry Darling was, was fine. I think people should go see it because it's gotten a lot of press. It's gotten a lot of buzz. And I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it probably won't make my top 10 for the year, but it's probably a little bit outside the top 10. So that's my that's my thoughts. It okay. was a fun it was a fun plot twist. Uh, I mean, it kept me guessing like, oh, who is it? Like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, OK. Didn't really see that. And again, it's not very original because it borrows from other entries. Uh, however, you know, that that happens in movies. That's that's just it's bound to happen unfortunately that's you know that's true and i think like you know there's a quote by guillermo del toro where he basically says like every song has been sung every story has been told but you haven't done it you haven't sang that song you haven't told yeah. that story and i do think that there's a lot of style put into this what i think it's missing is a cohesive like sense of technical like a technical aspect so uh the framing the camera work it all feels so thrown together with very little thought put into it there seems like a lot of moments where a good rack focus so it's like when one subject is in frame when you rack focus it means you then change your focus to another uh another subject racking and pulling focus is what that does you see it all the time in tv shows and in movies uh sometimes you might not notice it but now you're going to notice it Something's in frame, then all of a sudden that goes out of frame or out of focus and something maybe in the foreground or in the background goes into focus. That's yeah. racking and pulling focus. Sweet movie morsel for you there. It feels like this missed a lot of that like fun technical aspect. Like there's a scene where Florence is running into her house and the camera trucks to the left to seem to kind of track and move with her. But it 
doesn't have like a fun camera dynamic. It just cuts and then goes to the next scene mm. where it feels like you could have added a little bit more flair to the scene and added her like and tracked as she like maybe kept running through the house or ran to the backyard to get some to get some air. Uh, that was a big thing that I noticed was it it, it lacked a certain a certain flair that Booksmart Olivia Wilde it, Booksmart was my favorite movie of 2020. So this is something I'll get into. I don't think it's totally her fault, but she definitely played a part in why it's not as good as it could be. Mm, gotcha. What did you think overall? Like the story? I know you already mentioned your first impression, but now that it's marinated a little bit, you just saw it. You just barely saw it. you're like two mm-hmm. hours fresh. What is your like thoughts of the story of the acting of like, you know, the overall performances. Um, Oh, it's just the script. It's the script. The script was written by someone that wrote Titanic two, which is a top 20 worst ranked movies on Letterboxd. Stop. I didn't know Titanic two was a thing. And he also wrote the Chernobyl Diaries, which is a found footage film with Jesse McCartney in it that I've seen. And it's the worst found footage film I've ever seen. So as I dug into who like started the script and who wrote the story, I immediately was like, oh, that's why this is bad. I don't think it totally has a lot to do with Olivia Wilde or her writing partner who's like kind of beefed up the script. I mean, they obviously have something to do with it, but I think the bones of this are just not good. It's not an interesting story if it's played out as a psychological thriller. I think it's much more interesting as just like a near future drama. Mm. And that's just me. Like, I, I think Florence is fine, but honestly, like, I don't know. Like, it's 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 like the Ewan McGregor thing. It's like, you know, he's the best part of it, but it's still a turd. Like, she's yeah. the best part of it, but this movie's still not very good. What What's what's your grade? I've been teetering on it just because I did go and see Smile and I gave that a C minus spoiled. And I'm I'm trying to feel like if I hated this more than Smile and I feel like I'm right there, but I feel like maybe I'm a little bit more. I feel like I'm a little bit lower. I think only I think it's a D plus spoiled for me. Wow. It's okay. It is really not worth anyone's time. Wow. Because like we've kind of established, I think a movie like her does something like this so much more interesting where this person is and it's not so much the same, but his relationship with technology and how it escapes his mundane life is something interesting and in how he develops a relationship with it. Whereas this movie, it's just kind of it's like I'm terrible at guessing endings of movies and I figured it out. I guessed it within the first five minutes. Uh, man, I did not. So props to you. <laughs> and, you know, that's not for me to say that that was why it was bad was I was able to guess the twist because there's plenty of movies where the twist is pretty. You know, a lot of people are comparing this to Get Out. Sure. But like Get Out still maintains this level of like, oh, this all seems kind of OK. The whole oh, time the movie is like something's weird. And it's like, well, yeah, but can we ever feel something else? Yeah. Can we get a little bit more to these characters? I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. I'm hyped for a get out rewatch. Yeah. Got to do that with you. Um, for me to watch it my like 15th time. I love that movie. So will you will you watch much. that with Kennedy and I this this year? Of course. Yeah, we've already locked it in. Lock um it and in. do you have what other thoughts do you have on? I feel like I've just like slammed this thing, but honestly, it's You've been slamming it. It's it's 
it's pretty bad. Man, I like I said, I wasn't offended by it. Like I liked the mystery, I liked the tension, and I don't know. It, I just wasn't offended by it by no means. Like it was an entertaining watch. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Like I'm not rushing to watch it again. But I thought it was a good looking movie in my 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 perspective. And like I said, Florence Pugh and Chris Pine, I enjoyed them. Harry Styles, not amazing. Could have could have done without him. Would it would have been interesting to see Shia LaBeouf in that position? Yeah, as um, the original. I I just don't think Harry Styles can hit those highs that he needs to hit. Yes. He's just not capable enough for it. And that's yes. no fault of his own. It's just like every few years they try to take an entertainer and make them be an actor. They try to do it with Rihanna. They try to do it with Cara Delevingne. Now they're trying to do it with Harry Styles. And it's just it's. I don't care. I don't okay. find a better actor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just insane to me. Yep. So, yeah, I would give it a B suite. That's my grade for it. Bummer. Bummer you didn't like it. But yeah. And you know what? I, I think more than anything for it is it's, I know you said you weren't offended by it. And I don't know if so much I'm offended by it, but I just don't know what this movie wants to say. I don't yeah. know what message it's trying to tell us. It's like, women are you know it's 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 a feminist story but it's like but how are these women kind of redeemed at the end like how how are they able to like overcome and they do but it just it, it all feels so abrupt like there feels like no because you yeah. still have some characters that just stay yeah which i guess it's, is good and that's to explain you know what would happen the different varieties i just man yeah well, well that's that's how I, that's how i felt when i like walked out of there i was like man i would like some more questions to this like she touches the screen and the first time and she doesn't awake and then the second time she does wake up like where, where's the connection there you know what i mean or it's like it so i thought know. that was that was weird and like what's the plane resemble how does she see the plane and no one else does so it's just yeah. kind of like a little interpretation it like leaves it up for your interpretation but it's also like i, I don't understand that connection like how is that plane there and the red guys i don't get what they're i mean like if that place is so important, why aren't they just all surrounding that place? Yeah. That's one big thing. So, yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't mind, wouldn't have minded more backstory to Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. That's what it's missing. More it, it backstory very, to them. That too. was very quick. Like, it was very quick. I was like, oh. Okay, so he's down on a job and gets into a cult. <laughs> Mm -hmm. finds a podcast watch out for those podcasts past 12 we're, uh, past we're indoctrinating everyone yeah so I, I yeah i was it's it's so funny to see these movies like this because like you and i totally split and then like mm -hmm. a lot of other reviews totally split i, I would say the majority of, of reviews for uh don't worry darling are negative however i do enjoy like you know be in that conversation of like yeah i actually like this i'm on this side of the spectrum i was so incredibly bored too <laughs> just those first two acts uh, oh oh yeah the first two acts are very very boring but like i said i enjoy i enjoy the third act okay so i uh i feel like i don't know i feel like i want to press you on this a little bit more press me because because if if you didn't if you thought the first two thirds were boring you still give it a b like what what was was the last act like it like an a a plus for you I would say it did it did me enough to kind of forget about those two first acts that the last act was enough for me to be like, OK, like I actually 
was fine with that. Okay. So that's that's my answer there. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm just you know I'm just curious and I just wanted to to push you there a little bit. But I'll accept it. You know, each I've seen some people that really like this movie. So, yeah, like and I, and I get it. Like, I'm fine with a slow burn movie as long as it has a good payout. Mm-hmm. But I did recognize while watching. I was like, man, this is like kind of moving slow. It's a little repetitive. I did like the dinner scene. OK, yeah, I liked the dancing scene. I liked how it's like dance monkey dance. Basically, it's like, hey, yeah. you want to you want to keep your spot here? Dance for me, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I like the dinner scene. I like that tension. Um, yeah, and it just kind of kept me kept me on the edge of my seat. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, man, <laughs> like what you like, dislike what you dislike. D plus sure. spoiled. Just give me that hot letterbox review. Can't wait to read it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I want to 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 write it. I've got some ideas, but I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Um, what do we got? Uh, anything else? Uh, that's it. I mean, man, we're, we're getting into the movies. I'm hyped for Wakanda forever. Amsterdam. I am really looking forward to Amsterdam. I've already seen some kind of mixed reviews for that already. I have too. Yeah. I'm kind so, of, I'm kind of interested to see I'm, how this I'm all very goes. In- yeah. I'm very interested to see why that is. So we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Okay. The, uh, let's see. Random. So at, we have solidified our, uh, let's see. We have solidified the films that we're going to use for our horror, for our horror bracket, or not our horror bracket, but just our horror list. And I am going to spin the list right now. And, oh, uh, live! Are yeah, you we're okay? Do it live. I'm just You're gonna... watching 31 movies. Yeah. In the month of October, Keeks, I'm calling you out. I don't think you do it. I don't think you watch 31. I think you get to maybe 22. I mean, I already haven't really done it, so. <laughs> You got I, a lot of groundwork, but those Saturdays and Sundays, baby. Our first choice is bad taste. So I don't know what that is. We're gonna we're gonna see what it is. Um taking it off of the list. So bad taste is I think it's a Peter Jackson film. Oh. Bad is this, taste. Is, are these suggestions from the suites and from your students? Nope. Just from our own brains. Oh, cool. It is Peter Jackson's first feature film, Bad Taste. So that's what we're watching for tomorrow. Today, I'm just counting Don't Worry, Darling, as our movie. And count, um, it. count it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I saw your list. Sinister is on there. I've heard nothing but good and spooky, scary things about that movie. Oh, it's yeah, I've I've seen it before. It's it's oh. a good watch. Oh, you've seen it. OK, mm-hmm. we have a group of us from our horror group chat. Uh that that have picked oh okay so I'm actually going to send them the do, do does each person spin it differently like you spin it and then the next time someone else spins it i don't know we can do we can probably do that we can probably decide that unreal love that okay okay so bad taste peter jackson's debut feature film can't wait can't wait for you to watch it uh amsterdam next week mm-hmm. and uh the following week october 17th we'll get into some twilight Love it. Twilight retrospective. Can't wait. Keeks, glad you're back. Let's go see a movie soon. Spooky season's here. My favorite. Love it. And don't forget, stay, stay pumpkin spice. Stay sweet. Oh, stay as sweet as you can. Sweet. Sweet.